You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk UNLV at KUNV. <laughs> this is Tanya, and I'm here with Alicia. Hey, Alicia. Hello there. How are you doing today? You know what? I'm good. I'm solid. It's not too hot. So, how was your weekend? Well, I'm glad you asked. My weekend was wonderful. All because I really didn't do anything but practice what we just mentioned at the top of the show before we got on um, resting. That did include some barbecue, you know, and hanging out with family and friends. But overall, great time. What about you? Oh, resty is my bestie. Um, (laughs) So this weekend, it was actually quite interesting. I attended a mock Ethiopian wedding. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Was yeah. it gorgeous? Oh my gosh, it was amazing. So I'm the advisor for a group called HSA, mm-hmm. the Habesha Students Association. And this weekend, their signature event was a mock Ethiopian wedding, and it was fabulous. I'm here for there the food. There was drumming and dancing and food and revelry. And OMG, the ways they set up the table. Mm. I'm like, I need you to cater my event. Yes. Because it was so classy wow. and so magnificent and I don't know if I've mentioned this before but everyone in that group is absolutely gorgeous yes it's like I walked into a modeling set (laughs) you know think Iman Mm. (laughs) just what no is Iman Ethiopian well just know that every woman in that room was just drop dead and every dude was like, why do you have so much hair and why do I have such a little hair? <laughs> <laughs> Some straight up hair envy all evening. You want good fashion and good food? The culture oh. alone, I mean, phenomenal. The, the Ethiopian food. culture, yes. Oh, mm-hmm. the food was magnificent. And the I didn't know that, you know, part of the wedding dance is like a whole swirl of people. So like, oh, really? yeah, like a crowd of people dancing in a I circle. Love it. it was wonderful wow it was wonderful well yeah that well i have to have something interesting next time to talk about and we're going to my weekend because that <laughs> just puts the icing on the cake but we also have our guests here today as well right yes we do we are joined today by alicia carolyn executive it. director of the bag museum oh thank you i got it yeah okay, you got cool, it. cool 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 <laughs> good when i get those names so while we're talking weekends how was your weekend what did you do oh wow i you know it was a tough week Right. Mm-hmm. Coming off of Friday, it was like a cliff. Mm-hmm. So I spent all weekend gardening um, and getting my hands dirty, digging in the dirt, like releasing that stress. Yes. Right? Um, and went to Rainbow Theater Company at Charleston Heights um, Art Center with wow. my daughter. She's doing theater. I'm learning a lot. You know, they do exercises like yes, let's. Oh, my goodness. Anything you want to do, you know, they're acting it out. Okay, I'm going to dig a hole. Yes, let's, you know. Oh, wow. The next person goes, uh, you know, I want to make some pancakes. Yes, let's. (laughs) So theater plus improv. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. That seems like it should be a life motto. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I yes, want some pancake. Let's yes, yes let's. let's yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And when people have ideas, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yes, let's. I, I love I'd it. like to sleep. Yes, let's. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, we're so happy to have you here. I'm glad to and be I, here. They yeah. can't see you, but you're gorgeous. I mean, you have the beautiful earrings, the the blazer that you have on. You're yes. fashionista. I love it. Love Come it. Come through. And I so don't know. <laughs> I walked in and I thought, oh, I should have dressed up. Oh, um, I'm, I'm faking it with the red lipstick. So I figured, no, you know. You you look good. You look good, you Tanya. Look oh my gosh! Fabulous. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Look you. Fantabulous. Oh wait, accept the compliment. <gasps> you did say that, right? You did, yeah. Thank you. Yes. Oh. Yes. Let's not deflect. Yes. yes. <laughs> we ought to have a show on that. One we day. should. I think you know? we. Yeah. Okay. That we will talk for segment after segment after segment. I I will be surprised how many women and men can benefit from speaking mm-hmm. on that subject alone but yeah we're glad to have you and we're looking forward to kind of digging in and learning more about the museum and really bringing some visibility and um, awareness to the audience that's listening about all that the Baird Museum has to offer so I'll let you get started if you want to kick a, us off here. What an incredible thing to have a museum on your campus. I, I don't know that that's a common practice <laughs> so I'm really grateful to have that but I'm, I'm curious I'd like to know more about your origin story. Me, what? me personally or you, the museum? Well, well, they sort of converge at some point. So, <laughs> yeah, how did you come to this work? How did you come to this place? And tell us more about how you came to the museum. All right. It's a bit of a story. Um, when I was uh, 30, I uh, was in New York working at galleries, hustling, <laughs> grind culture, definitely, mm. making my art. I'm trained as a painter. Um, and I just wanted to get out of the market, out of New York, and take a break. I applied for a residency at UNLV, had never been to the desert. I thought it was a dry, flat place. I wow. had no idea what I was stepping into. Fast forward, after eight weeks, I decided to stay. Um, so I made the move back from New York all the way to Vegas, um, which brought me to the Barrick Museum. I was a part-timer when I stepped in. Uh, it's, uh, the museum was founded in 1967. Ooh. You know, it's uh was on Maryland Parkway before. Huh. Now it's in the old gym, the gym gym, like where the basketball players played and where Elvis and Anne Margaret danced for Viva Las Vegas. Oh, I did my not goodness. know that. I didn't either. Okay. I Coming love it when, I love it when the um impersonators come in, you, mm-hmm. they have that saunter, you know. And I'm like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> Oh, wow. Who knew? We we have an Elvis connection in there. Mm-hmm. And that's history. They, they should talk about that more because that's incredible. I'm similar to you. I actually came from the East Coast. Oh. Um, I've been here almost two years and relocated to the desert. Um, now, my question will be outside of this. Which do you prefer? Do you like the East Coast better or do you officially embrace all things West Coast, dry heat, desert? <laughs> you know, when I got here, people would say, actually... It's a dry heat. Yeah. You know, like that makes it better. <laughs> I loved it though. Like uh-huh. I was, I guess I was like just, I needed to air out mm-hmm. and, you know, I felt like it was good for my bones. Mm-hmm. Like I would let the sun hit me and it just felt so good. Um, and, you know, I, I don't really divide the country that way. I think the people, I love the people here. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, I really love the people here. Um, and I grew up in the Southeast, moved a lot as a child. So mm-hmm. it's like if you take like the Southeast, and you and you put it with New York, 
then you get Vegas. Somehow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the city, I, I'll never understand the city. I came here and my brain was just like, you know, firing off, you know. Yeah. Um, and I felt like I'll never understand her, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I love this city. Um, I felt like the artists here were so interesting. They're doing things mm-hmm. like redefining what art can be. Yes. Um, the students were smart. Mm-hmm. Um, and they understood complex ideas. Like you take one big thing and you put it next to another thing, it makes a new thing. They get that, right? They mm-hmm. get that because that's the strip. Mm-hmm. That's the landscape here. So it just was so interesting. And, and I never looked back. So I've been here 11 years. Okay. Yeah. Love. That's that's one of my favorite numbers, by the way. So I'm just keep getting all these signs, you know, and clues. Eleven's one of my favorites. But I'll I'll let you um, ask a question. I kind of cut you off there. I know you're fine. So I was just thinking. So all three East Coast transplants. Mm -hmm. Also East Coast, Brooklyn, New York. Oh, what part of Brooklyn? Um, East New York, Uh Flatbush, Uh Park Slope. Oh my gosh. We moved a lot. (laughs) Me too. Me too. I've lived all over. So all parts. And so, and I was just thinking about you being a transplant. And then I was thinking about the building itself as a transplant. Right. (laughs) Because it used to live somewhere else Mm -hmm. and now it lives here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the museum was, you know, Maryland Parkway and then it moved into the old gymnasium. There was a renovation, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was this, it's the second oldest building. So we have a picture of it back in the day. A lot of parking. Wow. <laughs> it's just surrounded by dirt, what? you know. Um, so there's history there. Um, and it has those historic basketball floors. People come in and always comment on that. Mm-hmm. And very noticeable ceiling tiles that are acoustic tiles. Huh. Um, and say we have an opera in there. We have a performance um, with a musician. The sound in there is absolutely beautiful. Wow. Oh my yeah. goodness. And it's got a beautiful surrounding too. Like it's got that bench. We can just come and sit and be. And as you were mentioning art, I immediately thought of all the different graffiti styles that I've seen in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Las Vegas has some of the most beautiful, first of all, just art on buildings mm-hmm. and even the highway. <laughs> I'm like, right. The highway is yeah. decorative. I'm not used mm-hmm. to driving by and like, oh, look, a sculpture. Oh, not at all. Not it, at all. I did not necessarily assault I, I did not necessarily um, connect artistry to Las Vegas till I got here. Mm-hmm. And I realized how much art is there and how much art is possible. So um, can you, well, you did talk a little bit about this. Yeah, my origin and, and how the museum started. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You talked about the transformation of the museum just as, as, as a building, mm-hmm. as a place. Mm. What's your favorite part well, of the museum? What do you love the most about oh that space? Oh my gosh. It depends on my mood, really. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So when I came in 2012, it had joined the College of Fine Arts. It used to be a standalone entity. It was closed down, and we were going to reopen it as an art museum. But natural history was on the outside of the uh, museum. The sign was still there. Eventually, I took it down (laughs) and added of art to the end of the name. So we're the only art museum in town. We're free. It's, it's a really big deal, right? And it's on UNLV's campus. Um, a lot of places, a lot of campuses across the country do have galleries, but museums, not so much. Um, so if you think of other cities like Brooklyn, for example, there's a lot of places to choose from um, that are free that you can go to as a kid. This is the this is the place. There's there's um, other museums like Neon Museum and all these incredible museums, but they they're you know they're charging. It's hard. There's definitely like a wall, um, 
And what I love about the museum is that it welcomes people into the space. And I really care about that, um, that people have a positive experience with art. And if it's their first time, it's likely their first time visiting a museum, especially if they're a college student or K through 12, that they have a positive experience. They get to see art. They see themselves in the art. And we're not sitting around telling them, like, this is why it's important. You must eat your spinach, like, you know, <laughs> culture, da-da-da-da-da-da, you know, and, like, if you don't talk about it a certain way, then you don't fit. That's not how we do it. Mm. Um, I, I believe that when people come in contact with art or with another person, right, it's relational. Mm. And what people bring to the art and what the art gives to them, that's where the meaning starts. Um, and I just, I think that's my favorite part, that I get to see people visit and look at art for the first time um, over and over again. And I get to see them define what art is um, over and over again. It's beautiful. I've seen people have like emotions in front of artwork, like that time when you cried mm -hmm. and when you went to a museum, they have that here. And it's so beautiful and it's such a privilege. It's so tender, right? Yeah. I love art is relational. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yes. I've never heard it described as that, but you do. You have, it's relational. Mm -hmm. It's individual. It's personal, how we see and how we feel and how we connect with artistic pieces. And I love the idea also that I'm not going to tell you what to feel. Mm. Yeah. You know, a lot of museums, you feel like you have to like it because it costs money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or it's in a museum and it's sort of like there's a ritual. You walk through the door and like you're not yourself anymore. You're yourself in a museum and mm -hmm. how do I act? And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I just love being able to like welcome folks in. Um, there are ways, like certain shows, you can't touch the art. We say look with your eyes, mm. not your hands. Um, <laughs> You know, but but mostly like it's a it's a place that you can be loud. You can visit with your friends. Like we rent the museum. Um, These are some of my questions. She's yeah. answering them. I love it. Yeah, we Go had Alicia. like we had a wedding there once. Um, I know it's so fun. Our openings, um, some of them are just you know pre-COVID, six hundred people coming through. Oh wow! Um, and that's not what it used to be. Mm -hmm. It's been a, a labor of love for sure. Small and mighty team. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know. I can go on and on. <laughs> I love it. Now. I love it because we don't have you really answering. I kid you not. How much does it cost? You know, how do you reserve? <laughs> um, can you rent the space out? You know, all these are great things. I want to know, too, um, because this helps connect the dots as well. But you mentioned um, your background as being a painter. So have you always been an artist? And, and I don't know if we're all like you said, we're all artists in some kind of way. But have you always known that you were an artist? And did this start as like childhood and brought you full, you know, full fledged to this point in your life? Can you talk a little bit about that? Because when you speak, I can see the passion. Yes, I, I, I can see feel it. The I can passion. feel it. I can feel Thank it. Just yeah, resonating can, yeah, off definitely. Of your body. Yeah, I guess, it. you know, it does make me emotional because I do feel that art. I've seen art really change people mm. like for the better you know they find themselves you know like if they can't express themselves to their family or the world mm -hmm. they can do so through a character they can do so through paint whatever kind of art it is and that's wide open that could be nail art mm -hmm. that can be clothing that could be painting that could be dancing it could be all of that stuff um you know like let's get rid of those hierarchies okay mm -hmm. <laughs> um so so yeah i um I was a, a shy kid, um, moved around a lot, 
you know, always walk into the room and like take inventory, mm. you know. Um, and and I was good at math also. So like I remember once I did like a drawing of a cat or some like something, and my my friends in school like started buying them. You know, like giving me money for my drawings. And I was like, hey, you know, maybe I'm good at this. Yes. (laughs) And then, you know, I was like, once I got to exhibit my painting in the library, another time in the mall, and one time I won a a little award, you know. Mm -hmm. And that right there was like enough for me, right, to be like, okay, maybe I can do this. Mm -hmm. Um, But it wasn't encouraged uh, Mm -hmm. in my family. Um, I was really good at math. And so, like, I started out math or business or something like that. And I just wasn't happy. Um, and that's when I met a professor, right? School's so important. Um, and he he really instilled in me that art isn't just about what it looks like. Um, it can be so much more. And for me, there's like math that multiple ways to get to multiple answers. That's what art is. You know, it's so expansive. Um, and I felt that I, I could somehow make a difference if I could express that, um, it's hard. It's hard to be an artist because you you put your stuff out there. It's really fun to be a director and curator, though, because um, artists, you know, there's it's hard to put your stuff out there. It sort of defines you, and being able to like coach and mentor that mm-hmm. um, is so rewarding, right? Like, we'll give you this space. We'll give you the resources. We'll install it for you. You know, all of this, and here you go, right? Yeah. What do you want to, what's your theme? What do you want to do? Um, and that has just been so, so wonderful for me. Um, when I showed my work in New York, for example, I didn't, I didn't have a great experience. And so I think I used that sensitivity as an artist to, um, you know, like really inform how I treat curators, how I treat mm-hmm. artists. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just like a visitor coming in, someone showing at a museum, like you hear museum, it's scary. Mm-hmm. I want them to have a positive experience as well. I, I love that. So I hear what you're saying is that art requires vulnerability. And you said something else that really resonated with my soul. Um, because I say it as well. I say that your body is your canvas. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. This yeah. is painted how you choose, painted in how what brings you joy. So when I see people with tattoos or earrings, this is your canvas. You And the other thing that I, I, I remember telling students about art is that art is for you, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Art is for you and mm-hmm. that different people will have different artistic tastes. And someone's inability to see the beauty of your art does not make it less beautiful. Mm, that's good. So smart. Does that's not really make it good. less beautiful. So smart. The right connoisseur will come along and go, that speaks to my soul. Mm-hmm. I've gone to museums and I, I tell the story about me and the Met where I got in trouble. Oh, tell me everything. I yes, I want to hear. So <laughs> I was at the Met Museum looking at art and I was leaning up against the wall and the security guard comes up to me and he says, excuse me, ma'am. Um, you're leaning on the art. <laughs> oh, oh, crap. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought it was wallpaper. <gasps> I, I had not known that this was a display. Wow. Because I had not put together that art could exist on the wall without yes. being in a frame. So, you know, that says to me that it, it's how it speaks to you, is how you interpret it. Mm. That doesn't make it less art because I did not recognize it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just in the same way that if someone doesn't see what you have to offer, 
it doesn't make your offering less valuable. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, they may just not be attuned to your gifts, which is fine because you want someone who's going to love your art, display your art, and feel like they're willing to invest in your art. Yep. Invest over time. Invest in your experience. Yes. Uh, Really share it with people with the hope that you're really you're conveying the message that they want and they wish for. I love I love that you said that, too, that art is for you. Yes. As well. So I always think about audience, right? Who's the audience for this? Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? um, and sometimes it's one person, right? They could be gone from the planet or it can be yourself. And there's no right way to do it. Um, wallpaper, it just makes me think like at, at some point that probably was um, resistance to um, artwork having to be a painting. I had right. a fixed idea of what art should look mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. And that challenged my idea of what art is. Mm-hmm. And in the same with the art for yourself, I think once we, I feel like once you try to monetize this thing that is so precious to you, mm. your lens shifts. It sure does. And you forget the reasons you created the art and to begin with. that's why I came out here. Honestly, I wanted yeah. to get away from the market mm-hmm. and just make work. Um, and this place was so inspiring. You can't monetize your soul. No, no. You know, so yeah. keep coming from your soul and the right connoisseur. <laughs> yeah, we'll you need one person. Guess. Yeah, you need yeah. one person to like it. I'm telling you, I had no idea. I thought we were just going to talk about the museum today, but there are so <laughs> many, and I'm sure the person that's listening, and whoever's out there, there are so many gems, I feel like, that have been shared. Um, embracing who you are, mm-hmm. um, expressiveness. Um, I can't remember. I, I want to say it was Nelson Mandela that says it goes something about like um, our biggest fear is not that we're inadequate. Our biggest oh, yes. fear is that we're powerful beyond measure. Yes, but oh, he wow. goes, is that is that Marion Wilson? Marion Wilson. So it was Marion Wilson that it also it always gets attributed to Nelson it Mandela. It does, but I knew it was somebody who act, the originator. Yes. My deepest fear is not that I'm inadequate. My deepest fear is that I'm powerful beyond Non-measure. measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that frightens us the most. And then Absolutely. it goes to talk about you know who am I to you know to be brilliant and talented and all these different things. But the the part that resonates is that he they go want to talk about us dimming our light Mm -hmm. to make others feel comfortable that Mm -hmm. it doesn't serve anyone let alone ourselves so hearing you all talk about the 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 power and the ability of expression is like really touching my heart like touching home today Mm. i mean i'm glad that we're having this conversation i love the fact that we're just kind of you know going with it although we you know we yes we had questions yes we had scripts and things that we want to follow but letting the conversation take a um a turn or create its own being in the space is just phenomenal it's phenomenal oh my gosh you're talking about boundaries and and taking up space this is like a theme in my life right now um yeah you know i i just hope that you know when people come in, they re- they remember this conversation mm-hmm. and that they feel this um, from the space. I have a lot of um, young people working with me. You know, maybe Ooh. it's their first job. Um, you know, artists coming in, it may be their first museum show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember one in particular, um, Erica Vital Lazar, beautiful person, a poet, writer, so many other hats, um, a mother and a curator. Uh, She wanted to fill the space um, with black women, like Mm. pictures, research, her grandmother's linoleum floor. Oh, my goodness. Uh, We painted a giant mural. And, you know, I went with her. She got the whole center gallery inside and out. 
And um, I went with her to the framer. And uh, I left there. I was like, almost like hungover (laughs) because there was so much work and there were these women that she had printed photos of and we brought them in and we got to play Mm -hmm. and Erica it was incredible Erica picked frames to fit the personality Mm. of the people inside of them and we just filled that whole space it was called scene scene um, and just an incredible, incredible show. Um, but this idea that you can play mm, yeah. and that you can have permission to take yeah. up space and yeah. do things against, you know, like it's not doesn't have to be like a flat wood frame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it can be something that uh, speaks to the person's personality. You know, I love that. I, I hear self discovery. I hear that artistry helps you to uncover and recover parts of yourself sure does. I hear expansion mm-hmm. of our understandings of ourselves and the world comes through art. Yeah. And, you know, it's like you're mentioning this and I keep having the artist Adriana Chavez comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, grew up in a Catholic family. California um, is uh, LGBTQ. Um, and she created a character that is subversive and irreverent. Um, and he, you know, he comments on everything maybe mm. in a way that is like kind of pushing boundaries, you know, and reflecting what society looks like, which is not always beautiful, right? Mm. Um, and so when talking to her, she she says that um, she's able to find parts of herself and express parts of herself that she never was able to mm. with this character. His name is Juan Chico. He's like macho. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, he's always he's always just like he's he's always doing something. He's got a cigar. And, um, you know, we did a series of performances every month. And uh, in February, he was doing like a swap meet Valentine's sale at the museum. So, (laughs) you know, her family like sold flowers at swap meet. So, you know, at Easter Bunny, um, you know, we did an Easter egg hunt uh, in in the museum. And instead of candy, there were seeds and or corn or things like that. Um, It's funny. It's funny stuff, but it's also very serious. Wow. Um, But yeah, this self-discovery expression, being able to do things that like, if her mama knew, um, probably turnover, right? Li- liberation, <laughs> right? Yeah, liberation. I hear, I hear yeah, liberation. I mm-hmm. hear that art liberates you. Mm-hmm. Art frees you to be your truest self. Absolutely. Oh yeah. my goodness, that's so powerful. Or it gets you, gets you on the train, right, or whatever it is mm-hmm. to like, to like be yourself. You know, we. I don't know if we reach our true selves or anything, but... It's a life journey. That life journey has yeah. no destination. Yes. <laughs> Constantly <laughs> learning. Now, Alicia, what about... How, so you, we talk about the art. You mentioned the different artists. How do you all select um, what exhibit is going to take place or, you know, a particular artist? Is there like an interview process, a submission process? It's kind of, you know, I'm, I'm a flexible museum director and curator. Oh, I love that. Like flexible. I think we need to be more flexible in our world, mm-hmm. right? Where else can we do the things that don't exist yet, right? Mm -hmm. So some museums will take traveling shows that are already done, plop them in there, and then they move on. And we've Mm. done that. Um, But people can just submit a proposal, like, who's it for? Mm. Why? Why? You know, why? Um, And saying, I don't know, is also a stance. Mm -hmm. I want to know. Um, Things like this. 
Yeah. So it, it just, um, it's a really easy thing like open door policy. If someone visits and they see something they like, tell us. If they don't see what they want to see, tell me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we'll invite a, next, a curator to curate artists um, from the community. Sometimes we'll do an open call. It just depends. So yeah. this has been a phenomenal conversation that I want to go on for much longer. But according to Me our too. sound guy, <laughs> <laughs> I hear the Oscar music playing in the background. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> right so we'd like to give you the last word. Um, anything that you want to share and something I guess we didn't get to ask you is how can students become involved in this wonderful work mm-hmm. um, that you do and while giving direction? Um, how can they contact you? Because I would be remiss if we didn't have that happen before we left. Yeah, we're open Tuesday to Saturday, 10 to 5, walk through those doors. Okay. And it's your museum. Okay. It's your museum. It's not activated until you activate it. Okay. Right? So you, you must come in. And even if it's to do homework, rest, have a mindfulness day, like you said, yes. um, just come into the museum. We hold our collection in the public trust. It's for the people. Um, so come on in. My name is Alicia. I work in the office with the rest of my team. Um, you can talk to any one of them and say, I want to get involved. Volunteer, come to the openings, come to the events. Um, just sit down with us and talk about what you want for your career. Um, say, hey, Alicia, will you look at my resume? I do that all the time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just get involved. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much for this wonderful, soul enriching. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought we were just talking about a museum. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not just any museum. It's an experience. It's, an it's experience. a great it's a great place and such a privilege to run it. So, yeah. So grateful to have you on. Thank you. OK. For more Let's Talk UNLV, be sure to follow us on social media where you can get the latest updates on the show plus great behind-the-scenes content. We're on Facebook at Let's Talk UNLV Podcast, Twitter at Let's Talk UNLV, and Instagram at Let's Talk UNLV Pod.